Heavy Radio, back at it again, episode 22, Marco and Eric are back in the building, back for the attack. Marco, how are you doing on this fine evening? Heavy Radio 22, kicking ass. Kicking ass, taking names, and getting phone numbers, that's what we'll be doing on this evening show. That's what we're always doing. After hours, after dark episodes. (laughs) <laughs> They're rare, but when they happen, it's a vibe. Yeah, we got a very happy birthday to Paul Stanley. Yeah, you guys Mr. like tequila? Paul Stanley from Kiss. Happy birthday. And we got a happy birthday to Ian Hill from Judas Priest. Ian Hill is just holding it down over there in the corner on his birthday. That's two cool dudes. Hell yeah, he is. Yeah, I would have never guessed. Actually, Ian Hill was born... Exactly a year before Paul Stanley. Look at that. Crazy. So that makes him 69, 70, I believe. I think so. From what I read. Happy birthday to those two cool dudes. Keep it holding the the flame. uh, Heavy radio time machine. This day in 1982, Ozzy Osbourne was hospitalized in Iowa with rabies after biting the head off a dead bat that was thrown on stage by a fan. That's that my was history, at dog. Vets Auditorium in downtown Des Moines, Iowa. And uh yeah, that the the rest is Ozman history. Yes it is. I'm proud that that happened in Iowa. <laughs> it happened yes, home. it's one of the more notable events. <laughs> Shit happens in Iowa, man. I know. I know. We uh we got some heavy radio 22 news coming in hot. Hot a, uh, news. There's a crowdfunding campaign set up for former Iron Maiden frontman Paul Diano to raise money for a much-needed knee surgery. Um, if you want to help Paul Diano run free, you can go to JustGiving.com, Paul Diano. There you go. I just saw about that. Yeah, if you can... Make a donation, help a dude out. I mean, it's sure worth. Appreciate. He made the. He sang on those first couple Maiden records. I think he deserves a knee. He made those records, dog. You can't you take those You don't want him away. to wind up like Eddie. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what happens. First the knee, then full Eddie. That's what happens. It's a. Uh, it happens so quick. Yeah, <laughs> I have a. Uh, I have a fun um, new release um, announcement that came out from the camp of uh, Dio. Um, His label is going to remaster and re-release a couple of his live albums that have been out of print. Um, Holy Diver Live and uh, Evil or Divine Live in New York City. Um, Both of those are coming out February 12th. What's cool about the Evil or Divine Live in New York one is um, that's the 2005 tour for Master of the Moon. Uh, so some songs off of that. And Marco and I actually got to see that tour. We were lucky enough to see them, I believe, with Anthrax. Yeah, Anthrax or Fireball. Ballroom. Or I think Fireball Ministry opened, too. It was a great, great fucking lineup. Yeah, definitely on my, my top list of concerts ever. Easily. Yeah, and we talked about it with our former guest Brianna because uh, I got to hang with Rudy Sarzo that night it was fucking rad 
the Sarzo connection, man. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that was that was nuts. And Dio shook my hand. Um, we were, Marco and I were front row center singing with Dio. We knew every word. Um, that was a great time. And Anthrax destroyed because, of course, they did. Antisocial yeah. live. You haven't lived until you've been in the mosh pit for antisocial with John Bush screaming in your face. Um, yeah, that's good and both Anthrax and Dio brought their classic heavy and their new heavy because I remember Dio played the Eyes and that was uh, so heavy and uh, Anthrax what what doesn't die is fucking yeah. sweet brutal I'm excited to hear uh, um, the new Anthrax record once they get yeah, done the with it new sounds Anthrax like they're working and the new Megadeth uh, Megadeth for man Dave Mustaine has earned his purple belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu at age 59. His instructor said, hard training and lots of ups and downs, but today we had the honor to promote Mr. Dave Mustaine with his well-deserved purple belt. So that's an intermediate adult ranking in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Mustaine is also a black belt in Yukido-kan karate and a black belt in taekwondo so that's That's pretty awesome that he's he's leveling up in the martial arts i i didn't know he had that many belts especially after he just like had the cancer bout that's pretty crazy that he's back out on the mat and doing his thing that's good to hear because there was uh it was pretty scary there for a bit for megadeth fans out there Cool, cool. Well, um, we brought you the news, and we love bringing you. We do, we do have to, we do have to address the the bear in the room. Uh, Iced Earth, Iced Earth, John Schaefer. Have you heard about Uh, him? Have you heard tell of him? Yes. Yeah, I've heard about that guy. I saw pictures of him recently. He's in in the slammer, the big house, the really really big house, the slammer, the big top. The big one, boys. Um, and apparently, he was at the you know at the Capitol wielding bear, sp- bear spray is what they say allegedly. You can see a picture of it, which in is Time magazine. Uh, it's really disappointing to uh, because I think uh, yeah, people from uh, even in the heavy metal world can fall victim to. To uh, getting sucked into that and getting violent, unfortunately. So that that part's sad because, as ridiculous as it gets, I I do have friends that are leaving their job from the last administration. Have friends that are getting sworn in into the new administration, and I feel like uh, I don't know. People got off the fucking rails, but I, John Schaefer, unfortunately, was one of them. Um, so hopefully he's, uh, thinking about, you know, how ridiculous it was that he bought, brought bear spray to the Capitol. <laughs> yeah. And when I saw that, I was just like, well, that's a random, that's just a random thing. I did not expect to see as part of that already insane <laughs> event. But I would say, uh, Marco and I don't have exact, uh, don't, you know, political things on, on everything, but I, I do believe that in the metal world, especially of the metal world, is an inclusive place, and um, it should be... This whole genre is about speaking your mind and your feelings, but um, 
I believe most all metalheads believe that the code of, you know, leave it all on the mat, leave it in the music. You want to talk? Cool. But we're all a metal family. And, um, yeah, I think the first time, the first time that you have some heavy metal at a inauguration day, they'll probably be, uh, it'll bode well for humanity, I think. So maybe we'll get there. Maybe we'll get there in the next few times around, but right. um, it's a millennial, a millennial president. Yeah, yeah. So, um, hell yeah. Um, I think it's you got something when it comes to paying the bills. Yeah, I think, got, well, I think it's about that time you got to check the old bill. Yeah, these things. Machine. You got to pay them. Uh, money doesn't come out of nowhere. So I got this one off the press. Um, I believe this company has brought us another product. Um, wasn't quite sure. Um, let's uh, we'll just read. We'll read from the copy because that's we're professionals. Um, Cover you in oil, olive oil. Brian Johnson is back with his next great product, olive oil. Cover you in oil. That's in a, a proper name. Brings the fun excitement of an ACDC show to your kitchen. The patented bell-shaped bottle chimes. Every time you pour the bottle, you'll feel like Brian hyping up a crowd of thousands of fans while hanging from a giant bell. The recipe was carefully brewed for a smooth yet raspy flavor. Grasp a bottle today and tell your favorite dishes, quote, All right, honey, come on, let's go. I want to cover you in oil. So, (laughs) oddly, I feel like um, a lot of innuendo, innuendo in that copy, but... I believe that was similar to the last product we had from Brian Johnson, but you know what? He's the singer of ACDC, and if he wants to do these side ventures, I'm happy to take his money and promote them. It's the least I can do as a longtime ACDC fan. So get your olive oil out there, metal fam. Cover that salad in oil. Anything. I believe anything could work. Anything goes. It's probably flammable, though, so be careful. <laughs> Use it in or outside of the kitchen. <clears throat> Professional. <laughs> well, um, every week, Marco and I like to bring you some metal picks, metal stuff we've been listening to. Last week, um, you might have listened, we did our top 10 picks um, of 2020, so now we are in a new... Um, new year, new decade, so um, we got some hot new picks for you, uh, Marco, and some classics. Marco, what is your uh, what's your first pick of the week? Comes from a little guy named Ingve Malmsteen with Queen uh-huh. in Love, Queen in Love, and uh, this comes from Trilogy, a third studio album by guitarist Ingve Malmsteen. Released on the 4th of November 1986 through Polydor Records, Malmsteen dedicated the album to the memory of the late Swedish Prime Minister Olaf Palme, who was assassinated on the 28th of February 1986. And uh, yeah, that. fuck, Queen in Love. This track, ever since I first heard it, it's just always been a banger. Stood, stood with me, stood the test of time. I rocked it today. We're rocking it now on the podcast. Fucking, Hell you yeah. got Ingve on the album cover slaying a fucking dragon with his yeah. Who does that? With his fucking battle axe, with his guitar. 
Yeah. Stratocaster. I uh, I've been chasing that tone myself. I got a my uh, fiance got me a um, Strat for Christmas, and so I've been chasing that Ingve tone. Um, there's just something about that. It's it's you instantly know who it is, and that song's got a ton that rhythm tone, um, and catchy as hell. I I don't think uh, I don't think the um, the Ingve catalog gets enough love for how catchy some of those songs are. I think it's up there with the uh, with the Dawkins and the Rats of the time as far as hooks. So hell yeah, great pick. Let's see, my classic pick for this week. First up is Quartz with Stoking Up the Fires of Hell. Um, Quartz I've got into a lot in recent years. This whole record is just a banger front to back. Um, this one definitely, like if you're about ready to go into the gym, you need to get amped up. This is definitely a staple for the workout playlist. So Quartz, Stoking Up the Fires of Hell. Some uh, old-school metal magic right there. Yeah, in the last few years, I got a re-release of that. It came with, like, a patch and all kinds of goodies. Uh, definitely Dope. a fucking, definitely a good one to crank loud. It's about as metal as it gets. Hell yeah. Um, this one is a band that, uh, that I definitely think needs uh, the light shined on their catalog. Um, lots of badass stuff. The band's called Gravestone, and this is Creating a Monster. This is the title track from their 1986 album. Uh, Gravestone is from Germany. They formed in 1977. Um, to me, what really stood out, a lot of great bass work, great bass tone. Um, they released five studio albums between 70s, 1977 and 1986. Um, in 2019, the band reunited to play live shows again, and the current lineup is the same lineup that they had in 1985. So, um, hopefully, yeah, we can be rocking out at a Gravestone fucking show um, as soon as possible. But the uh, yeah. uh, Gravestone, uh, this is Creating a Monster. That's the title of the album. This is the title track. Fucking badass badass shit yeah. if you ask me yeah definitely a hidden gem of a band so if you guys out there haven't checked them out definitely do um my next pick is a little band called motley crew motley crew motley and uh, this song is keep your eye on the money uh this is actually a b-side from theater of pain um i caught it off of one of their reissues um i know that the even the band themselves, I believe, on the Theater of Pain record, um, will say it's a more like poppy um, production. It's um, more like pop-minded. Kind of lost some of the the bite of the first couple of records, but this song, um, "Keep Your Eye on the Money," since it was a demo before they did all the finals, it's still got that raw. It sounds like it could have been on "Shout at the Devil," and that's um, my favorite Motley Crue record, so I'm partial to that. So. Great song, just a kick-ass. I mean, Mala Cruz does what they do, and so every, at least one part of the year, I just get into a Motley Crue zone. That's what I'm in right now. Just Tommy Lee's drumming, man. Just still, it's four on the floor, man. That's a million-dollar beat. Still rocks. 
Yeah, I get really in. I get really into his his DJing stuff and and methods of. No, I'm just kidding. I don't really like <laughs> that other stuff. But but when he played rock and roll, he was damn good at it. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope he makes another one, man. Because yeah, I would listen to him drum all day. I mean, somebody must like it, right? I guess. So, if he's hey, man, know, if, if he's if happy, it makes you happy to listen to Tommy Lee's uh, DJ music you, and. Just keep rocking. We all need some more. We all need some more light right now. Some happiness. So if that's where you, if that, is that what, if, if, if that's what brings DJ you joy, does, yeah, that find brings your joy. twenty twenty one, man. I'm staying positive. You know who who is a fan? I guess Pauly Shore yes. is a big fan of that era of uh, Tommy Lee. Of course. So so there you have it. The weasel. There, you, there you have the weasel approved. Weasel the juice. <laughs> Make sure you have your quarters for Radmobile, kids. You never know when you might need to play it. Have you ever listened to Polly Shore's podcast? Um, I have not, but I can imagine it's fun. Or heard him recently. It out, it's like he's fucking the same exact. He's just stuck in a fucking chamber the of, of the weasel. The we I feel he's, he's the like weasel. the same exact, same exact dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he is who we thought he was. Once again, Basically. week after week. Yeah, fuck yeah, weaseling it out. Oh. Hey man, have fun, Polly Shore. <laughs> Do your thing, dude. <laughs> Next up, I have a raucous number from the band. If you haven't heard of them, they'll stick with you. The Cycle Sluts from Hell with Bloodlust. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cycle Sluts from Hell... Uh, were formed in the late 1980s, played till the 90s. Uh, they were made up of, we have members Queen Vixen, She Fire of Ice, Honey One Percenter, and Venus Penis Crusher. That's their real. That's their real names. That was on. That was on their. That's on their birth certificate. That's their Christian given names. That's their yes. That's their government names. The band's self-titled 1991 de debut album was their only release. They've reunited a couple times, so maybe if you make some noise, you can convince the Psycho Sluts from Hell to reunite once again. Uh, but if it's not, definitely thing. fucking crank this track, Bloodlust, Psycho Sluts from Hell with Bloodlust. There you go. That's how it has to be said. Um... My last classic pick for the week is Agent Steel with the song Agents of Steel from their debut album. And uh, I got, I found out about these cats from, I'm, I talked about this already, but I was a VHS tape and it was Anthrax, Overkill, and Agent Steel. It was like a bootleg from. That's quite, quite the combo. Yeah, it was vicious and it was like 84 or 5. Because I know Anthrax closed with Gung Ho as a new song, so I think it must have been like 85, but um, that was back in the day uh, for you younger fans out there when if you wanted to see a bootleg, we didn't have YouTube, so you had to pay $35 on eBay and hope that what you ordered showed up in the mail a month later, and then you would and call then, your friend over and watch it. And then you hope that the audio quality is at least good enough to make out like what's going yes. on, and you and hope yeah. that, you know... It's like some guy with a fucking VHS camcorder fucking the on the balcony. The lines are going to come through it. 
It's going to start <laughs> fucking up in the middle and you can't hear like a song or like, if you order, it took so long, but luckily if you have a, a metal friend, he can also, he or she can also be ordering VHS. So then you could go back and forth and watch each other's tapes. And you always got, maybe you have Rob Halford singing for Black Sabbath and a guy that's barely filming it from the nosebleed section. I may have Queensryche live in 91. I don't know. It's a wild, it's a gambit. I feel like technology is getting to the point where every live performance venue could have like a cam cameras filming a show so people don't have to like film with their phones anymore like don't feel the need to like i've every once in a while i'll get like a quick clip just to you know hold that memory um in a different way but uh but yeah so hopefully now it's a whole different whole different ball game i'm down i think most bands would be cool we just want to get that music out but yeah, that was the uh, trip down memory lane for bootlegs. But anyway, back Agent Steel was on that bootleg, and they ripped my head off, and I didn't know they existed until I got that. And that song still kicks ass, Agents of Steel. Oh, yeah. They just put out a new song. Have you heard that? I have not. I didn't know they were still recording. Back back for the attack. There's uh, Check It Out. That was just on the outside of my uh, picks from... 2020 and this other band this is uh heavy radio 22 new picks and uh new picks this one was just outside of my top 10 too it's blood star um their first public recording came out in 2020 and uh, it was just two badass fucking tracks but they got the cassette tape they got you know if you like cds still they got that they got it on vinyl two fucking badass tracks from Bloodstar. I'm looking forward to this. It's sounding really killer. Um, this is Bloodstar with, with the fear. Check it out. Fucking crank it. This is some top-notch shit. Badass. This shit had to go um, through Lou. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't watched that in a while. Um, my first new pick is a band called Vector, and this song is called Activate. Um, oh yeah, fuck yeah. yeah! This is some next level shit right here. Yeah, this is like modern. This is some next thrash. dimension shit. Yeah, is this is it like tuned right. half step up? I don't even know. It sounds like it could be. I would or... believe that. I know some bands do that. It's a uh, yeah. It's I've never really sat down and absorbed a whole vector record. This song just jumped out at me as far as new releases, and I was just like, oh, what's this about? The um, fucking uppercut to the fucking speed zone. Yeah, it's creative. It's not... They have their own sound. It's like old school, but not copy and paste. It's uh, really cool. So I was really impressed with this song, and I definitely want to check out more Vector after hearing this. So... Um, I might be. This might be one I'm sleeping on. One of those bands that I should be knowing about. So, um, if you guys out there haven't heard of them, definitely check them out. Hell yeah! Next, next new pick from me is Gate Creeper with uh, Star. <laughs> this is from their new release, Unexpected Reality. Um, they the band stylistically divided this album into two halves. There's the side A that's labeled the fast side and side B that's labeled the slow side, and this starts off side A, fucking starve, this was a, this is a ball ripper for sure, like, 
get ready. Hold on to your fucking lug nuts. Man, Daddy's so you're got saying a they sweet show up tooth at, tonight. Are you saying they might show up at your garage late at night with holding two muffler pipes and attack that's exactly, you? That's exactly what I'm saying. And In a tornado formation. You'll wake up feeling like Jamie Kennedy reading the reviews for Son of the Mask. <laughs> it's time for an overhaul. You, uh, I, I was listen. I have listened to this podcast. It was actually, ironically, here go back to the Tommy Lee. It was his his girlfriend or his wife's podcast, and uh, oh, word. Um, she had uh, wasn't that the guy Jamie Kennedy who was in Son of the Mask? I. I believe so. I believe you are He correct. just talked about like his worst experience in his life and he said being part of Son of the Mask was um was it was the worst thing to ever That was also to him. one of my worst experiences that's ever happened to me. And he we said all that felt uh it. I, it actually shone a lot of it shined a lot of light on what happened, I guess, because he originally was going to be given creative control and he called Jim Carrey and got his blessing. So it like started off on a good foot and then like he got showed up on like set day one and it was just completely fucking different. And like there was all this shit where they're like, We don't have a budget, how are we gonna we don't have the budget for this, how are we gonna do it? And then it was just like a fucking mess, a hot mess clusterfuck. And it came through. That's the magic of art and film. That clusterfuck came through the theater screen for us. <laughs> no thank. Didn't the baby wear a mask at some point? I thought the baby it, had a mask. It was very strong CGI baby mask wearing, I think. That's uh, that 2002 CGI. It was, That's that it was Blade heavy two on CGI. That. It was That's heavy that Blade on, two, heavy Matrix on the two. baby. Heavy on the baby mask wearing. And, um, that was the golden age of CGI. Yeah. Uh, it, it looks like the same CGI they use for LeBron James Space Jam. So. <laughs> yeah, that's We'll see what way. happens. I feel like that's been... They made that a long time ago. How's, I I don't, think how's that, that not going to be horrible? How is that not going to be horrible? I think they were making that since we were in college. Um, so, yeah, well... If you have HBO Max, which I do, it'll just, I'll just, it'll be there for me. So, yeah, the, whatever, I heard LeBron, there's, a, let's roll, man. there's a mass cameo. I heard. I, I heard, heard there's tell. a mass cam because they had to use all the Warner Brothers <laughs> characters. So I, yeah, I think I don't know if the kids even know who the mask is these days, but they're gonna find out. I guess they're gonna learn today <laughs> about mask. <laughs> so, more mask than you can handle. More mask than human. Uh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> my last new pick for the week is a band called Kind Eyes, and the song is called Lady Liberty. Um, brutal song, um, heavy as shit. It, uh, I think it's a two-track EP that came out. I actually found these cats on, uh, TikTok. Um, it's just basically just like, yo, this is my band. And it jumped out at me, so I went and checked out the the whole song, and just really a kick-ass song. Lyrics are very poignant, um, definitely of the time, and talking about injustices in our country, and when it's sang from 
the people that actually experiences those injustices, it definitely hits strong. So kind of tying back to what you're saying in the beginning, um, all yeah, male perspectives are welcome. And yeah, it's a good it's, way to get that get those thoughts out there peacefully. Yeah, it's tough and, because I do um, you know, Havoc has some very another band with some very strong um, content and I think art is one way to get it out there and then um, but yeah do it in a way that's not hurting people especially if it's you know the wrong people not just some random neighbor uh, you know I, I guess so you, on a on a bigger scale I mean I think people need to look at history and see what happens when there's been plenty of countries where they where they actually did hunt down a leader and kill them and drag them through the street and the people didn't wind up with like a better system of government or more freedom. So I think the big picture you just got to keep in mind like what don't don't let yourself get sucked into the fucking bloodshed and hatred like no matter what side you think you're on or you you want to be on it's like we don't need uh we need more of the tim ripper owens iced earth hold at all costs don't don't draw your fucking sword on your brother but uh that's that's what metal and punk and hip-hop these are all the genres of like you're gonna listen to what i have to say (laughs) i don't that's the that's the beauty of it so but this band um kick-ass band um that looks like they're on the um on the up just looks like they're i imagine full, full albums on the way because this these singles just dropped so check out kind eyes um check out their stuff lady liberty song is brutal and the heaviest song i've heard so far this year so period so definitely check them out Fuck yeah, there's some strong tracks. Strong tracks, strong living. A lot of going on these days, my friend. Yeah, I think this is a ripper of a playlist. This is a ripping edition of tracks to the playlist, so check it out. Check out these We're bands. We're strong. Check out their merch. Buy some buy some merch and uh, you know support these bands so they can get out there on the road. Uh, yeah. And um, and I wanted to shout out that uh, definitely keep checking us out where uh, wherever podcasts are listened to. Tell your friends about us, the Batman way. Um, check out the playlist on Spotify and attached to each and every YouTube um, video out there. And also stay tuned. Marco and I have some some plans in the works, some fun new stuff for this year. So definitely stick with us. Um, we love all everybody that's um, that's listening. Thank you for listening and hanging out with us, and we appreciate it, each one of you. And um, yeah, welcome to the party. Mark and I are gonna keep throwing a party every week, and want you guys to join us. So keep uh, keep fighting the good fight. Keep speaking your no, truth, right. and uh, just leave the bear spray at home. That's all all I ask. And the yeah, <laughs> yes, all that. Leave all that at home. We'll leave it at that. All right, Marco. Well, this has been the Heavy Radio, episode twenty-two. Heavy we are in the radio. new year. Twenty. Heavy radio. Oh.